Excuse me. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong apartment. <laughs> <laughs> So people would be like, hey, how do you know Al? And they're like, who's Al? I'm here for Sasha. And they're like, who's Sasha? I'm here I'm for, for Alex. Alex. <laughs> and it was just the biggest, yeah. So I'm thinking most of the people I meet is for stand-up. So a lot of people call me Al. Like, I like Al better than Alex, I think. But then my parents call me Sasha. And I don't know. I just kind of wanted to switch to that. But I haven't... You have a lot of different histories. With uh, yeah, names. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than most people. Dude, I was doing sales a few years ago. And people were like, hey, like, what's your name? I'll be like, uh... Alex. I know, I know <laughs> you're you. like, where am I? <laughs> where am I? My work, Alex. <laughs> what kind of sales? Oh, I did door to door for a while. I did like, oh, door yeah. to door tell us. I've done that. Not uh, tell us, but door to yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why I was saying is, are you using your real name for comedy? That's my real name. Full real name. It's wild, I think, because it, like one of the, you're one of the only comics I know with like a proper job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a handful of us. Uh, that have like daytime. Nancy used to be one. Nancy of used to be. There's if like Sam Tonning, Colin Sharp have like proper office jobs. I'm sure there's others I don't know, but yeah, there's not a lot. Yeah, yeah. And most of those have their comedy under a different name, especially the That's younger a good question. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So what made you just? I just didn't really, didn't really care. I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> like, you also did a set at your office. Like, yeah, and like I guess tech is pretty flexible too. Yeah, I didn't think it'd be an issue. Like I don't, th- and if it was, like I'll go work somewhere else. You know what I mean? If they're yeah. like, oh, you can't do this. I'm like, oh, there's other jobs out there uh, that you know people like the in the modern world, like people do other things outside of work. And yes, yeah. some are sensitive about it. And I don't know if you know Alana Brittany. Yeah, she has a different name because she works in healthcare. Yeah, so. Makes sense, right? Depending on what you're doing, if it's like highly sensitive, but there's a few people in healthcare, a few teachers. Yeah. And that's where I was like, I could never. If you're like a therapist, yeah, for sure. You want to have like different name or something like that. I don't mind it. Like, <laughs> you want your you want your clients to go see your stand up? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I get with teachers because like if you if you're elementary school teachers like telling dick jokes and yeah the fuck on stage you'd be a little concerned i'd be a little concerned. <laughs> yeah you're like i don't want my kid to go yeah. to school yeah. yeah i mean if if they were funny i'd be like i want my kid in that i'm class. not saying me personally i'm saying the average yeah yeah yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. i'm saying yeah but if if they weren't funny i'd be like oh no let's do a different teacher if yeah they're hilarious i'm like this is the class you need to go totally yeah, yeah. you're gonna learn some stuff yeah yeah, yeah. um but uh so you how long you've been doing stand up for I started started doing a few shows in 2016. I did a few of Susie's shows. And then 2017 was like, okay, like, what do I want to do with this? And then I started kind of going out more consistently, like, once a month to once a week to a couple times a week. Yeah. And so kind of building that up. Um, so I'd say, like, 2017 is when I really started. But nice. 2016 was when I got the first few shows in. Uh, and for me, the name, going back to the name thing, the biggest thing initially, if I ever thought about changing my name was that people couldn't say my last name. Oh, but the more I did shows, the more they heard it. It's yeah. like, okay, it's not that hard. It's like, well, Archie, that's, there you go. that's what I thought about my last name. Yeah. I, after university, I was applying for work. I had one case during school when I was applying for internships and 
uh, you know how on Facebook you have pages you like? And I guess, I don't know why, I was like bored one day, so I just went liking pages. And I kept seeing these memes from a page called I, I Fucking Love Science. <laughs> so I liked fun. it. I yeah. liked it. And then I did an internship and I didn't get it. It was in Boston. And I was like, do I want to go to Boston? Am I going to get murdered? I didn't probably get... not. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't get it. And I uh, messaged the HR person. And I was like, hey, can you give me some pointers? Like, yeah. what could I do? Because I, you know, I'm still interviewing for other places. And she was like, maybe don't like pages. Like, I fucking love science on Facebook. And I was like, holy shit. That's so right? weird. I mean, that was fine. But I was yeah. also in a frat in university. So... I wasn't drinking. Not surprised. <laughs> I wasn't drinking, but there are photos of me next to someone doing keg sure, stand or sure. whatever the fuck. Once I graduated, I uh, changed the name on um, my name on Facebook, and then I, I was dating this girl, and she was like, "Can you not change it to something fucking weird? Like, I want to tell my friends, like, hey, this is the guy I'm dating. Like, can you at least keep it Alex <laughs> instead of like?" whatever the sasha fuck no, owl, no 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 like sasha owl would, would have been fine but i like oh, i you're just wanted something so that else. yeah anything anyone <clears throat> googles my name they won't find anything that's sure yeah besides my linkedin so i i changed it to alexander spelled the, like the russian way which is like ksdr yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck i was thinking about like i was like uh well i want people to be like this guy's russian right and my name is Russian, but I didn't want my name on there. So okay. uh, one of my favorite Russian characters is Boris the Blade from Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. <laughs> or Snatch. Wow. It's, do you know? That's a reference. Seen I've it? seen the movie. Yeah. It's been a while. I yeah, probably yeah. need a refresher, but yeah. They're like, uh, he's called Boris, Boris the Blade or Boris the Bullet Dodger. He's like, why, do they, yeah. why do they call him Boris the Bullet Dodger? And he's like, because he fucking dodges bullets, Tommy. That's <laughs> so funny. Uh, and his last name is Urinov. And I was like, oh, that's a cool name. So I changed it. And on Facebook, you can change your name only every six months. Mm. And I change it to Alexander Urinov. And then I look at it, and it looks like Urinov. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. And I can't change it anymore. So when I started doing stand-up, I signed up for my Facebook to open mics. And people couldn't pronounce Urinov. And I was like, I'll just go, there you go. I'll just go by, I guess, Al. And then my last name starts with D. And I kind of like the way Aldi sounds. And I was like, fuck it. I'll so just, simple. I'll yeah. just go by that. It's pretty simple. But now I'm like, it's so, it's too simple. It says nothing. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. Yeah. So I kind of want to, like, I want people to be like, oh, this guy's probably Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Before hearing me or seeing me. Um, anyways, so you're using your real name. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty brave of you. <laughs> I don't think about it that much, but I, I with it's like even some of the things that you mentioned. Yeah, if you have like photos online or you say a bunch of stupid shit. Yeah, like I'm sure my Twitter has a lot of stupid shit. I don't use it that much anymore. But um, go on his Twitter and cancel him. No, <laughs> <laughs> probably not that much yeah. you can do. But so. Okay, this is going to sound weird, but I recently learned something about you. Oh. I'm not going to say from whom. You probably know. Uh, but someone told me that you haven't had a long-term relationship. Not that long, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really good at three or four month relationships. Yeah. Uh, master. <laughs> you sound like my ex. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not for lack of trying. I feel like, I feel like there was a point in time where I was very, like, comfortable, like, dating three, four people at once. It was like my mid twenties and 
that I just enjoyed it. And yeah. part of it, part of it might have stemmed from like going to high school in the Middle East and kind of having that delayed response of mm-hmm. dating, being in that environment. Like, oh yeah. Dude. <laughs> so yes, I had a couple of girlfriends when I was in high school, but you know, I didn't lose my virginity until I was eighteen, and then next time twenty one. So it was like, was the eighteen a fluke? So I feel I'd like love to hear yeah, yeah. what you think losing your virginity as a fluke looks like. Well, yeah, I don't think it was, but it was yeah. I think I think it showed that like the development was delayed. I didn't have right. the skills uh, that maybe someone living here or you know, some of my cousins did. So when did you move here? Uh, initially five, left ten, came uh, Dubai, went to Dubai, seven and a half years, came back for university, so came back at eighteen. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like my early to mid-20s was a lot of like, hey, I got to like figure this stuff out and I'm going to have fun. Um, so that's what I did. And then around 26, maybe, I made a conscious choice of like, hey, I want to find, like, I want to seek a relationship. I want to seek a longer term relationship. And yeah, I did date a bunch of girls like as my girlfriends. But none of them worked out, like for different reasons, for multiple multitude of reasons. So, so yeah, who would end relationship usually? Uh, like, was there usually, or it was like first few were me. I think there was like th- there was three solid ones yeah. in that time. Again, three four months, <laughs> three four months. <laughs> Dude, solid three months. Solid three four months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two of them I ended, and then the third one she did. Yeah. Why? Why'd you end the first two? Uh, first one, uh, we just were not like, there was like this one thing. And if, and one of the great things too, is I learned more about myself through these as well. Like you do in your relationship. Yeah. She was like super kind, super nice, but like too much where you throw a little banter, you, you throw something a little crass and it was like, I'm just going to take this and be like, Oh, that's nice. Just kind of like one of those attitudes where I was like, no, I'm looking for you to like throw something back in my face. And it was just, there was just too much of that. She's yeah. too kind and too nice and, you know, great and such a good person. But I'm just like, this isn't working for me. Yeah. You need some abuse. <laughs> that's what you're saying. I need you to be a little playful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it comes down yeah, to, yeah. right? Um, I think that was the main thing. We probably had other differences that was like, yeah, it's not a match. Second one, more of the same of like, hey, there's probably not enough. I guess to track back, I always thought... If you have common values, enough mm-hmm. common values, you're set. Mm. But if you have too much of a difference in interest, that can also break relationships, I find. Even if you do have shared values. If you're like too far away from each other and like what you do. So like one person, extreme example, one person just like parties, drinking, doing drugs all the time. The other person's like up at 5.30 a.m. exercising, meal prep. Doesn't yeah. go out, read books, like just like clean cut, like I yeah. want to live a healthy life. So that's not going to work. Yeah. This was like a very, very light version of that where there was just a mismatch and like doing stuff together. Like I'm down for those activities, yeah, but no time. Um, schedule we can't share stuff. life the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What about the third one? The third one. That's interesting. Um, that's good. I'm not saying any of their names. So <laughs> we met and very quickly after we met and i think she was actually very much like me in my mid-20s where she probably had those commitment issues and you know just like had an excuse to say i had the perfect thing to say at that like oh we don't really connect or whatever like those kind of blanket statements where really it's like i don't like you enough or there's something about you i don't want to say to hurt your feelings but i'm gonna end this 
So she probably wasn't ready. Um, there's probably other factors too. Uh, she also like kept talking to her, one of her long-term exes, which I, I, I'm like, how much, you know what I mean? Yeah. If it's like once or twice a year, whatever, yeah. you call them for their birthday. That's cool. But like they send you memes, whatever. Yeah. Or, but if you're meeting with for coffee, yeah. like on a somewhat regular basis, I'm like, uh, but I think with her, there's obviously the things I don't know that she maybe didn't like about me. But one thing I can point to that I think, and she didn't bring this up, but I think would be a good reason for her to add things was, <laughs> uh, and it's, it's a little dark, but two weeks or one week into us dating and like very quickly after we slept together, her mom attempted suicide. Oh, fuck. And because I have experience with um, working at the crisis center, she like was open to sharing that with me and like kind of used me as support. So I did, was very happy to kind of take that role. But quickly into that, like seeing how this changed her and and being that person to be like, hey, like, I think you should go to therapy. And she's like, no, well, you're crazy, blah, blah, blah. And then she like breaks down crying. It's like, well, it's kind of evidence right there. <laughs> um, and I think two months since feeling that distance a little too, like, great connection we traveled together like worked actually really well for like yeah. traveling together staying together for like three four days didn't rip each other's hair out even went camping things like that but then i felt the distance i'm like oh i'm familiar with this because i've done this before <laughs> and then she broke it off and i kind of saw it coming like i was driving to him like yeah i think this is gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I was, oh my god i'm so happy you said this because i actually i had the thought before you came and i was like oh i have to write it down because i really want to talk about this as a guy i have never i don't think i've ever said hey do you have time i want to have a talk and women do it all the time yeah and i hate it <laughs> no like i don't necessarily hate it but it's just so it like gives you so much anxiety yeah it yeah it, it's I'd much rather be like, hey, are you free to hang out? Yeah, let's hang out. And then like, and then oh, the news. like once we meet, I wanted to talk about this, blah, blah. Great. Yeah. But <laughs> I needed to be treated like a office meeting. If, if yeah, you exactly. tell me in advance, I want to get an agenda. Yeah. I want to know exactly what we're talking about. Because otherwise, if it can't, if it has to be a meeting, not an email, <laughs> you know what I mean? I just had a thought about it today because I've never, I don't think I've ever said we need to have a talk. Yeah. And I always, like, I know it's a meme at this point where every guy <laughs> hates these words. I was like, it can't be just me. Yeah. It can't, like. I think from their perspective, and this was her perspective too, she's like, I wanted to give you a heads up. I knew you were smart enough to know this might happen. So I sent you the message the day before, knowing that we're going to meet the next day. And I, I think I like manage my anxiety well enough where, yeah, I called people. I'm like thinking about it. They don't have a panic attack, but it's still like, I want to know. Yeah. You know, like that's 24 hours still. <laughs> exactly. Significant amount of time. So, it's like, yeah. I don't know. It just gives me flashbacks to like a boss being like, we're going to talk Monday. Yeah. It's Thursday. And I'm like, why are you telling me this? Tell me yeah. Monday. Exactly. Yeah. Don't let me ruminate all this yeah. on this so over the weekend. So if you were telling your man or any man you know, to have a talk, <laughs> don't do it. Don't just, fuck with them like that. Just, yeah. Just <laughs> set up a meet. Do the rom com way. If you're if you want to break up, do a public place so they can make a scene and look yeah. cool. 
<laughs> I don't know. Don't do it at like your favorite spot yeah. or their favorite spot. You Make it still, like a neutral you location. Can still do it. Depends how much you hate them. Did, did you exactly. have a favorite spot with your exes? No. no. <laughs> That's probably why it didn't work out. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I'm trying to think that I have a favorite spot. Yeah, there's there's a couple of places. <laughs> Anyways, um, so are you, like you're looking to find the one now, or you just want to find someone to date? Just like a, a yeah, like a longer term relationship. Yeah, yeah. If it turns into that, great. I'm open to it. But you know, ideally, someone yeah, someone you can just share your life with more than you know yeah. three four months. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, are you? Does it matter? Because, okay, the reason I'm asking, because yeah. my parents are immigrants as well. Mm-hmm. And they don't specifically push for, like, a Ukrainian, yeah, yeah. Eastern European girlfriend. But they're like, it would be nice if it was. Sure. So, in your case, is there any uh, this is a, this pressure? Is a, this is a hilarious topic about my family. Because I'm also the youngest among my siblings, too. So, my dad probably would prefer Iranian. Yeah. My mom, she's like, I know you. You're gonna end up with not an Iranian, somebody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, you, you can't deal with them. Like, they can't deal with you. You're too different. Oh wow. So, the joke a few years ago was like, okay, well, my sister married an Iranian. Uh, my brother married a Swedish gal. She's like, you go find someone in Asian country. <laughs> like, you, you give us that part of the world yeah. so we can go visit there. So you slowly co- conquering yeah. as a family. Yeah, nice. Uh, they also the the roast. In the family is that I'm going to marry an Indian girl. Uh, and I think because I just love Indian food. So they're just like, yeah, oh, yeah you're going to end up with one of them. Like, okay, fun. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So. I really like Indian food the last. So good. The last few months. So good, man. Yeah. I think, you know, it's funny. I think about this a lot. I think there's, there's a level of, it goes for any, doesn't like any kind of culture that moves to a different culture. Let's just, for this example, use like the Middle Eastern slash Iranian that moves to this part of the world, or you grew up in this part of the world for a good chunk of your life, and you have both value systems, but probably the North American one dominates more. Yeah. Uh, So I find for men that are like that, they're turned off by the Iranian girls who are just like hanging out with Iranians, they just go to hookah, and they like want the bends and the yeah. fucking good makeup. And for women, it's kind of the same. Like, I don't want the douchey Iranian guy who's got the gold chains and the BMW is wearing like too much cologne. And, you know, he's got control issues yeah. or like he, he tells me he wants me to have a six figure job, but I should also stay at home and raise the kids. They don't want that shit. So I feel like there's a proportion of both those people that would be great for each other. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But they opt to find someone else different race just because it it's easier probably easier but it also is too close to the thing that they don't like yeah i guess like when you see an iranian girl you're probably thinking like oh she probably does all these things or a lot of judgment yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah unless i like unless i see things where I'm like, oh no you're different yeah um yeah it's statistically easier too right like for your time i find that yeah i like <laughs> i totally agree with you on that end um for me, if I find out someone's like half Ukrainian or half Russian or half whatever, I'll be like, how you doing? <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the separation is there, but that just basically makes it that they're 100% not yeah. like what you were describing in the sense of hanging out with just 
blah, blah, blah. Like, they have that part of the culture in them. Yeah. Unless it's an absent father. <laughs> Just then, common? Then we, have, then we have even more in common. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, how does dating come in now? Like, do you think... I've had a few comics on, and yeah. a lot of them are single. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. They say it's not because of the issues. It's the scheduling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I you, don't have a virtual assistant. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess we both see examples in the industry of people doing both, having a loving relationship, at least on the outside, and yeah. doing stand-up. Uh, but do you think it's realistic? Yeah, it is. It's just, I think, more work. Yeah. And it depends when you when you meet that person, like, are you at the height of like grinding and really getting better and trying to like, you know, work to a feature, work to a headliner, whatever, whatever stage you're at, or have you already met them and you maybe just did a few open mics and then maybe two years later you take it more seriously and they've already like, they already know you, you have history and they support you and they buy into it versus it's super fresh and like, you're doing all these shows and you're like, Hey, you're not making time for me. It's like, hmm. I gotta go to the open mic. Like, you know, it's, so what you're saying, it's the timing. I think it's I a should hit up my Tinder dates from two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I know it didn't work out two years ago, but you don't understand. <laughs> that would be a fun experiment. Cause I've got, I had one interestingly enough in the pandemic where I think we hooked up as like a bumble date. And it was like we slept on the first we slept together on the first night and I was like going out on vacation right after it was like the end of the year, December. And it was fun, but it wasn't like wow. It was like yeah. really good time, but it wasn't like I'm gonna see this person again. <laughs> you know? I've had a lot of those experiences where I'm like, this was great, but like if we don't hang out again, that's okay. Oh uh, why? Yeah. I think you can appreciate that like you found enough commonality to have a good connection and a good time in that moment in that experience but like that you don't need to invest more and that's okay you can like but if the sex was good why wouldn't you do it again uh because probably seeing other people (laughs) there's better better sex that's probably why um at that time but i remember somehow we reconnected or either through online or another app or the fact that we like lived in the same neighborhood, maybe we saw each other like on the street. And this was 2020 or 2021. I want to say 2020. Uh, so two and a half years later, one and a half years later, whatever, we met up and like hooked up again. So it was like a good amount of time. Again, it was like actually enjoyed the conversation and the dinner more than the sex. The sex was like bad. Oh no. Yeah, but it's but it's interesting experiment to see like you met someone. You saw them for a snapshot. They saw you for a snapshot two years later. Similar thing. And then yeah. there's nothing in between before I after. think I think there's something in our brains that happens when... Because I kind of experienced maybe not the same situation, but I've experienced it here when like, I started stand-up and then I was gone for two years. Sure. And then when I got back, a lot of people that I knew of, but I didn't know they knew my name, when I got back, they're like, hey, Al, how's it going? Interesting. Uh, yeah. And I was like... We talked never. Like, <laughs> we talked maybe once I said hello and you said yeah. hey and you didn't know my name. And now you're like very friendly to me. And I was like, this is weird. But I think it's that you kind of remember a face. And then even if you don't know, it's been some time. And then you reconnect. Your brain makes you maybe think that you've known each other for that three years. 
Like there's like mm. because it's I guess it's chronological. So you're like, oh, I know this person since three years now. So yeah. we've known each other for three years. So there's three years. Interesting. Of, I don't know if that's how it works, but it, it feels kind of like that. I think in the stand-up example, what would be so interesting? What if on that day that you just said hi to that person, you were just super nice and super friendly, right? And like that hit home for them. Could Where yeah. in that environment, like everyone else was like, okay, like, I don't know you, you've been right. here, like you, you, you do shows once every four months. So that sounds I'm like not going to pay attention. Exactly how I, how I deal with people. Very nice. <laughs> very warm. Very welcoming. <laughs> there's, there there's a few people out there rolling their eyes. <laughs> no, I'm nice. I am very nice. Um, maybe. Could, yeah, could be, could be it. Yeah, but it would just be like. But I get what you're saying. I'm not too. talking about like some open micer who didn't have any friends. You know, I'm talking about someone who's someone who's doing for a doing while. It. Yeah, yeah. And like, <clears throat> I was totally like when I started as an open micer, I was not even close to being on their radar. Yeah. So when I got back, and you're they surprised. Were like friendly and knowing my name, and I was like, I didn't think you knew my name. That's yeah, yeah. That's where I'm I get like, that. Um. So you're. You get laid a lot, eh? <laughs> Actually, probably more those days. Yeah. Because it was more of my focus. Right. Whereas now it's like, yeah, it's regular occurrence, but it's not like, I feel like I was I was making up for lost time so in some of those days. Yeah. How were you, because there's, even in stand-up, I guess, there's some people that just keep doing the same thing and it's not really working out or whatever, you know, but with dating, like what made you... What were the things you were, were you just going for the motions of like, oh, I'll be on dating apps, I'll yeah. talk to people. And then that's how you got sure like in the tune of things or how did it like, what did the process look like for you? I think it started with going out and like meeting people in person. Yeah. And I wasn't good at that. I, you know, sought out for like knowledge and resources and you come a lot of bad stuff and pick up as a good example of like. A lot out there, a lot of it's garbage, but like some of the stuff was useful and some of it was just like, hey, just go to like talk to people and like don't make it so tactical, but just like going through the motions of, and it's both sides of the table where you're anxious and nervous. You go talk to someone, you're like, okay, you've sparked this interaction. Now you've got to like lead it and figure out like, okay, you have an objective. You want to get a phone number. You want to meet this person again, whatever it is. So that's kind of the world I kind of started in. Yeah. And very quickly, I think, realized, like, okay, this is the people in this world. Like, this is all they do. And you find a few good people. You're like, okay, these people have their lives together. And, you know, I still have friends from from that cohort, so to speak. Um, And then you're like, okay, this is just, like, if I see somebody that I'm interested in and they're attractive, I'd like to be able to go talk to them. I'd like to be able to Mm -hmm. confidence to go talk to them. Well, you said it was kind of stressful at the beginning and you weren't very good at it. What... It's not, I'd say, the average response of a person to be like, I'm not good at it. I'm going to go and do it. So sure. what, what pushed you to it? I think it was just that <clears throat> it's just like this one area that I hadn't figured out. Like mm. lost my virginity at 18. Next time I was 21 that I slept with someone. In those years, there was probably a lot that I was missing. And like eventually I realized that I was missing it. Like I remember being at, a, at the pit pub at UBC, I think my second university. And a girl I knew, like a friend of mine from the previous year, was like clearly giving me signals that she wanted to take me home. Like we had a big friend group and like she she had like pulled me aside out of that friend group and like took me to the dance floor, started dancing with me and and it was and I was like, where are our friends? <laughs> like, let's go back to our friends. <laughs> 
So clueless. <laughs> so clueless. Dude. And she was clearly like that. You know what I mean? So like yeah. that was that was where I was at. And it's, eventually got to a point where I'm like, okay, I need to work it's on so this. It's so funny because yeah. I was pretty much like that too. I was so many of those just went over my head. Yeah. Know? Well, if you think about it, like how much does the average guy get hit on versus the average girl? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so you socially don't learn as much yeah. in that regard. Um, that's why we have other skills we, we work on. That's why <laughs> exactly. we're good at other stuff. <laughs> that's why I have a big collection of Legos. I, I don't. Is <laughs> it a coin collection? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's like kind of how it started. And now do you... Like you're on dating apps? Yeah. That? And so I think... I don't know when that transition came. I think like 2014. I started I started working in tech around, around then too. And started being more online and... Um, Outside of just like Facebook or whatever, whatever yeah. was was happening around then, and yeah, I started like using OkCupid, Tinder. Um, started reading like there's a book by the founder of OkCupid, which is really good. It's called Dataclism, and they just analyze like all their data from when did he publish it, 2013, 2014. So like whatever the yeah. whatever the number of years before that was, they were active, and it goes through things like you know how what's the ratio of uh, a black woman getting kind of matched. And having conversations versus, you know, a white guy or whatever. Like, they just look yeah. at the data in so many different ways to try to understand, like, how are people dating using our product. Um, so, I started using those those apps. And then eventually, Bumble came out and, you know, all these evolution. And because I was kind of working in sales and somewhat marketing in that world, I realized, like, okay, you kind of have to treat this like a landing page. Yeah. And you have to can try to convey your personality in bite-sized chunks of what you think is attractive to others and what you're attracted to at the same time. Well, you got to attract the right leads too. Exactly. Yeah. That you want, that you're interested in. You yeah. get better over time and being good, being good at writing, yeah. being good at conveying yourself. Yeah. And it's so funny because when people talk about like uh, pickup, they're like, Oh, it's so scummy, like using whatever yeah. strategies. But when you think about advertising and marketing, it's even worse. Oh, for sure. Because it's uh, it's uh, like the evolution of marketing. There's so many more reiterations that it goes through and so much more research and so much more data. And that money it's like, that they're throwing and, in. Yeah. And money. Your attention that is just, yeah. That's the insane part. It's <clears throat> Yeah. But uh, it's funny that you're talking about a dating profile like a landing page. Yeah. It's pretty good. I think that's how you have to think about it as a guy, especially yeah. too. Because you're not going to get as much interest as women. That's yeah. just the that's just the bare bones of it. Uh, and so over time, I think like that kind of attitude and mentality helped out. And then figuring out like because I was single for so long, like you get to know like what's changing in the apps. Right. I think in the last couple of years, I've lost a little touch, even though I still use the apps. Like I've met some people in person and and you know through jobs and things like that. But that's still a good thesis of like how to operate and then as a guy you can try to figure out like what can i do to improve and usually it's something around uh communication and or like becoming healthier in some way right right like yeah, yeah. whether oh, it's absolutely. whether it's like your looks or your fitness at this whatever. point i don't know how much healthier i can get <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding i mean i agree uh, it's weird that with Dating apps, it's so focused around the looks. I guess it should be. It's it's kind of hard to portray personality. Yeah. And I think especially the fact that, like you said, women don't have to do a lot of this stuff. So it's like, yeah. uh, 
It's kind of like in the animal kingdom where like <laughs> the males are colorful and yeah, you know, doing all the crazy dances and then the females are like gray feathers just sitting there watching. <laughs> We're and literally like, just like the the guy at the car wash. The, the yeah. one who's like flailing the arms yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, yeah. come come change your tires, so come wash your car. I think the hard part about that is figuring out which gray feathered bird you want, yeah. right? Because a lot of those profiles don't show character. And it's mm -hmm. hard to figure out what the person is really about when it's yeah. just pictures and no bio. Totally. Now that you have a database slightly for relationships that didn't work. Yeah, yeah. You, like, how are you changing your approach? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I think the biggest thing is, like, the filtering of what I know will not work. Yeah. Um, so you just get better at, over time of figuring out who's kind of a right fit for so you. So what's not going to work now? Honestly, I think one of the biggest things, ironically, or maybe not even, is... The Tits. more I've done comedy, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Kidding. I want three nipples. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and herpes. Um, <laughs> sense no. sense of humor is like strangely more important. The more I've done comedy, so you don't have to be funny. You don't have to love stand up. But if you're offended by certain jokes. Oh yeah, if someone's offended by a joke, I'm immediately out. And that I think is because. That ties into politics now, yeah. too. Like, some people that are too left or too right, like, you can kind of tell from profiles. I'm like, ah, mm. uh, like, maybe three years ago, think, five years ago, we'd have really yeah. connected. But now I'm just like, I don't think it'll work. I think it's okay to say, I don't think that was funny. Totally. I, 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 but that's preference. That's yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's okay. But getting offended over a joke. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, eh, I don't think that person should be doing this joke. But, so in one light, you know, now there's so many types of comedy and stand-up. Yeah. There's something for everybody, which is awesome. Yeah. But for me personally, I'm like, yeah, I, I can't really, I don't think we'll get along. Mm. You know, I, I think I have enough from my history to know that, like, we won't get along. Yeah. And there's also that kind of identity revision, too. The more you do something, the more you're like, okay, this is kind of ingrained good, in me. It's a good filter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what else? So that's a big one. Um, I'm not into people who smoke cigarettes. That's like, yeah. that's been a constant for what a long time. marijuana? That's fine. I think I'm cool even if you're a daily user, but whatever's beyond that, like if it's, if it's affecting you to do the things you need to do in your life, yeah. that's an issue. I, I don't care how much or how often you consume marijuana or any other drug. First is like you said, if you're functioning, that's fine. Yeah. And the second one is like, if you just constantly smell like weed. I get that. Like if you have a vape pan and you just fucking. Yeah. I don't know. I just had smoking parents and grandparents. Sure. And yeah. I yeah. I don't like that shit. So what you're saying is you're not into the the girl with dreadlocks and doesn't shave her armpit hair. And just... hey, all, you know, all the power to her. I'm just, just not, not for you. <laughs> I don't mind dreadlocks, actually. I do like pulling hair. And okay. like with dreadlocks, it's kind of hard to get your fingers yeah. on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, I don't know. So no short-haired girls. As long as you, you can move those fillers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, short hair, as long as I can... Like if it's short like yours or like mine... Not enough. Yeah. 
depends how hot they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can resist not pulling hair for a bit. Yeah. I think. I think my bias too is towards like at least a little more than neck level. Yeah. Um I don't know if it's for the same reason, but I guess it's just a more feminine feature. There's also something yeah. about like putting your hand on someone's neck and like there being hair like yeah. around. Yeah. Because it's like, am I hanging out with a bro? Or, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying women with short hair is like non whatever. No, it's, it's a minor thing. It's for me, deal, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's a preference. It's a preference. That's fine. I, I don't think I've necessarily rolled someone out just because of the no. length of their hair. But yeah. yeah. But if you really like them, you're like, hey, can you grow your hair? <laughs> See, oh, I, funny enough, I saw like a few posts on Reddit about that. It's, it's ridiculous every now and then seeing the, the things people say there. Uh, it's also an anchor chamber, so it doesn't really matter. It's an but, interesting one, yeah. But someone wrote, uh, I started seeing this guy, we've dated for a couple of months, and then I went and cut my hair short. Okay. And he says he's not attracted to it. Like he doesn't like it, and whatever. Does he have a say in how long in how long be. my hair should be? Mm. And it's like clearly he doesn't have a say. Of course not. Yeah, you should be able to do whatever you want with your body as a woman or as a man. But if you like, if you've been dating for years, who cares? Totally, it's past physicalities at this point. Unless she gains a hundred pounds. <laughs> Out of the blue, out of the blue. No, if it happens over time and you're both happy, yeah, yeah. power to you. Uh, I'm just, I haven't been in a relationship long enough where someone gaining 100 pounds wouldn't be a deal breaker. I'm saying on either end. Yeah, I get that. Me or her. I get that. Uh, yeah, if you've been dating for like a month or two and someone drastically changes their appearance without even being like, hey, I was I was thinking about it, or like, how, how well, do you We haven't even passed the point yeah. where you trust each other. Yeah. Then you should be okay with the person being like, I'm not into it anymore. I think that's totally I get reasonable. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If for that short amount of time, it's like things are so uncertain and rocky and, yeah. you know, if that's a big, it's, if that's a big enough thing, which it shouldn't be, like you said, for a longer term relationship, but if yeah. that is, then... I yeah, know, I just, I just. It's also maybe good for her. Kind of like ridiculous. it's better for her too. Yeah. Right? If that's if that's gonna end it for for him, like, yeah. probably not. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. first couple months, if I, it would be a red flag for me if, uh, like, someone I was dating would make a drastic change like that without even mentioning it once. I get that. I would just yeah. be like, and and it feels forceful where the person's like, huh, how about yeah. this? Do you like yeah. me now? And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I feel like if you did the same and like shave your head. Yeah. It's not exactly the same, I've, but it, it's had, a different enough look, right? I've been seeing girls in the past where I was like, I'm thinking to cut my hair and they're like, how short? Yeah. And I was like, short. They're like, don't do it or I won't go out with you anymore. <laughs> 